And welcome back to Techies, the podcast about simplifying our lives one gadget at a time. This is episode number 39 for Monday, November 2nd, 2015. I'm Shane, and I'm joined by Matt. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt, I don't know. Next time, maybe maybe say something say, other than, say, hey. Or hey, hey. <laughs> I guess that's your catchphrase for the show. You're like Fonzie or something. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did go see that weird Fonzie in Milwaukee. Yeah, right. <laughs> definitely uh it's a very week. short person yeah I, I had to go down in milwaukee and had to go check that thing out because i never did i knew it was I'm, in yeah, a certain place so it is a little bit creepy but uh you dragged me to i like it, it. it scared me <laughs> very creepy i like it though do you did you say how you are matt yes <laughs> tony very awkward conversations right now what's going on tony What's that? How are you? I'm good. How are you? Not too bad. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm at my wit's end with technology right now. <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> a, say that. For a tech show, there. but... Uh, it's easy. Is what it's it is. <laughs> yeah. Tech. That's the thing. Tech is not easy. It I am all for tech easy. that makes things easy, but, yeah. but a lot of tech is not. <laughs> um, yeah. Are you guys... Uh, Matt, you're drinking water, right? With uh, with some lemon in it. Ooh. Ooh. Up in the game. Big day. What about Tony? How many bottles of wine have you drank tonight? I actually haven't had anything to drink tonight. Oof. Nope. Yeah, it's... uh. What do you got I'm, there? What you, yeah, what? just water. Oh, my god. But nothing, uh, nothing in front of me. I see. How about you? Miller Lite. Nice. Nice. Milwaukee favorite. Quality. Yep. Yep. Good deal. We're going to dive into this because I wasted so much time on trying to get video streaming working. So <laughs> let's do this. News. USA Today reports, move over standing desk. This one reclines. What? <laughs> this is regarding the five years in development uh, <laughs> alt workstation. That was developed in a Sonoma County barn, I think. Is that California? Does anyone know? Sonoma S- County? Like wine uh, wine country, probably. Probably. Home of home of vineyards and weird-ass dentist chair uh, devices. Because <laughs> that's Five what this years is. to make this. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It does look like a dentist chair. It's a $5,900 device. Whoa. Really? Yeah. It, if, you've seen, if you've seen anything about this, it, it's basically a dentist chair. But uh, what it is is a combination automatic recliner and a standing desk. I say standing desk, but it's uh, primarily a laying desk, I'd say, based on what they've shown. Um, But the idea is basically having an infinite combination sort of uh, way to work on your computer, uh, to position yourself at the computer. The monitor and desk pivot and slant along with you as you're moving <laughs> moving with this thing uh with the keyboard and mouse attached via magnets to the desk and i was i was kind of confused about that at first when i saw the video because I, the desk you go lean back far enough on it the disc desk desk does tilt upward <laughs> i was thinking uh what 
But uh, so so they have from what it looks like, you know, Mac keyboard and mouse going on there. Uh so I think they're metallic or I don't know if there's they might actually have some kind of sticky ma- sticky magnets under there or something. <laughs> sticky. So you can yeah. still use the mouse with this, right? It it just yeah. seemed weird. Right. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. So it must not be a super strong magnet, I'm guessing. I, I'm not entirely sure how that works. They didn't really go in depth uh, <clears throat> as far as the actual uh, mouse movement or anything. <laughs> it's the chair from a dentist and then the magnet from an MRI machine. <laughs> Might yes. screw up your computer. Um, <laughs> is it just uh, desktop or, or laptops, or can you strap a desktop to this thing too? Oh, no. Uh, well, it's, you know, I, th- I think the keyboard and mouse are um, wireless. So your desktop oh, yeah. can be yeah, anywhere true. really nearby. So uh just to quote the the CEO uh how you say that Chi Che Chi Voit, let's say C H E, would you say that is? Anyway, he says uh uh it it you can use. I I'm sure that's supposed to be if if you can use a tablet for your job, then you're not our audience, but everyone else is. Who uh he hopes to hand assemble these bad boys by uh, and ship them by spring, so that's that's not too far off actually. Uh, it, it does look nice. One thing that uh, Apple CEO Tim Cook refers to, uh, he refers to sitting as the new cancer. I think Tony might have heard that before. I have, yes. And uh, with the Apple Watch, they have new uh, these new reminders. Uh, I don't know if that's a third party app or how that works for uh, standing up every so often if you do have a sitting desk. So it's kind of a new thing. Um, I have a standing desk at work. Uh, my my grandfather built for me actually because I'm I'm no handyman myself, and uh, so it's kind of nice. I, I used to stand a lot more, and now I'm kind of doing it just every so often. So the prototype that they had for this thing it featured three or four, only three or four different positions, but the focus groups they had determined that uh, having the infinite combinations of positions would ultimately lead to better success uh, for the product. And uh, so in a reclined state, uh, people seem to look uh, more focused. I don't know. They're just, I don't know if there's facts behind this, but they say people seem as though they're more focused in a reclined state. I don't know if you guys uh, agree with that or not, but uh, sometimes I feel like I fall asleep easier that way or... Um, I could fall asleep in this, I think. As long as I don't have the TV in front of me, I, I, I suppose I'm more focused that way. <laughs> um, so I, I guess familiar with actuators. Like I said, I'm not uh, a really handyman. I'm not. I'm no mechanic either. But um, I guess that must be something that makes you know the moving parts to this thing. I originally thought to have over, they need over a dozen of those uh, actuators, and they were able to bring that down to four. So it, it has a more smooth, silent operation behind it. And the tray that your keyboard and mouse sit on has, uh, they contain buttons for programming uh, up to four of your favorite positions on it. So so you can still, it's still kind of limited to the f- number four there, but uh, at least, you know, it's customizable. So it goes on pre-order Wednesday. I believe that's when, this Wednesday, so two days from now, for uh, $3,900 for early adopters. Are you an early adopter, Shane? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. I have, <laughs> I have some other ideas of different standing desk sorts of uh, or accessories that I want to check out. And I might eventually do some XP boosts for, 
but mm. we we shall see about those. Maybe one day if I'm, <coughs> you know, ever rich, I could <laughs> see myself getting something like this, but not at this time. I, I, I almost think a uh, treadmill desk before something like this, personally. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yep. Nice. Getting the steps in is, is pretty important, I think. So, all right. Matt, what do you have for us tonight? Ooh, I've got one from the Wall Street Journal. This is Alphabet's Google to fold Chrome operating system into Android. Uh, so apparently they've been working on this for roughly two years now uh, to combine both operating systems. And uh, Google plans to unveil the operating system in 2017 and going to show off early versions of it next year. Um, so, yeah, just a... Don't know too much about uh, what the operating system, you know, what kind of changes they're going to make. Uh, if they're going to take anything from Chrome OS and incorporate that into Android, uh, but uh, some some kind of big news here. Uh, just to, I don't know. I'm, what could you just quickly explain? Because I feel like I haven't really gotten a super solid explanation about the whole Alphabet Google thing. Do you, uh, so I think what happened was. Uh, <sighs> They they split it off to I think a parent company so that they could break off Google the kind of the search type stuff from all of the experimental stuff so that uh, it's not all wrapped under one roof. I think that was the main purpose for that, uh, but uh, I'm not 100 percent sure on on how that all worked. It says Wikipedia says uh, Alphabet Incorporated, commonly known as Alphabet, is an American multinational conglomerate created in 2015 as the parent company of Google and several other companies provided previously owned by or tied to Google. Seems like I don't know. I'm scratching my head on that whole thing, honestly. <laughs> Still, I think it, it might be so that they, you know, when they do the experimental stuff, it's not going to affect their other stock prices and make you know shareholders angry that they're wasting money on you know self-driving cars that maybe I don't know share, shareholders aren't going to think are going to is going to pan out in the near future. So I guess it's kind of now that I think about it, though, it's I suppose may, maybe something that I can relate to, um, you know, Activision owning Blizzard now, even though Blizzard's mm. still, Blizzard's still Blizzard, they still do their own thing. Activision's very, has very little say, I think, in their products and everything. So it's probably not something I should really be concerned with or anything like that. Because uh, Google's still going to be an entity. They're not going to just change the front page of Google to the Alphabet logo or anything like that, right? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think for the average consumer, this really isn't going to have much impact. I'm sure it's very important to a select few people or maybe a lot of shareholders, but uh, most people probably won't even care. Gotcha. Okay, well, yeah. So that's cool. I I guess it makes sense, too, that they're combining their OSs like that. That's seems like a pretty logical move. Um, and in that case, I think the Android name is probably, as far as, in terms of operating systems, um, although I don't know if they really said <clears throat> if, if that's the name they're going with or not. Um, that is a fold Chrome operating system into Android, so I'm assuming Android is going to be the the winner at the end here, or mm -hmm. you know the the last man standing, I guess. And Chrome's going to remain as just the web browser, because I suppose there's already Chrome on Android, so yeah, it makes I think that makes sense. OS Android and then Chrome uh, Chrome browser. Yeah, I'm kind of. They just seem like they're doing some weird stuff with Chrome. I guess log in your browser. They want you to log in. They want you to download apps on it. Uh, it's just kind of this weird beast that it's turning into. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's then. Thanks, Matt. Let's see what Tony has in store. 
Yeah, um, mine's from the Wall Street Journal, and it is Pico Brew unveils unveils 3D printer for beer with recipes from type, top microbrewers. And I don't know if this is really 3D printer. Uh, that's what the CEO of this company said um, from Pico Brew. Um, the CEO is Bill Mitchell, and he called it the 3D printer. But it's more like after reading this article, it, was, it seems more like a, like the Keurig of the coffee. Um, like how you would make coffee, put something into it and you get yeah, coffee. Let know. me just real quick say, yeah, I mean, I th- I'm pretty sure 3D printers are solid things, yeah? I yeah, mean, <laughs> that's, yeah, I don't know if he's, yeah, I don't, I don't know about that, but just <laughs> kind of based a terrible on... terrible analogy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I, he knows more about this product than I probably do. Um, but it, well, from first, you know, looking at it, it almost looks like a futuristic uh, microwave oven or whatever, like a, or was it Easy Bake Oven? So I don't know, uh, where, but I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there's a light bulb in there, so no. Um, but it looks like, you know, it's a square, it's kind of silvery, a little futuristic, and then there's like a, a little mini tank next to it. And um, what the, the, how it works is you get these little Pico packs and you put them in there and you got water kind of going through it. And, you know, in seven to or five to seven days later, you know, I suppose, you know, just a quick uh, rundown of this process, you know, you get beer after that. So um, it's fully, you know, it's it's like one of the Internet of Things. So you can it's connected to your Wi-Fi and you can get uh, alerts on your smartphone for when the beer is uh, ready to go. Um, it's pretty easy to um, to clean, you know, just flush water through it. Uh, what are some other things with this? It, it's I don't I don't know what to think of this. I know Matt. I think we were kind of talking before about you kind of made beer before. And I don't know what you what your thoughts are kind of on something like this, where it's kind of adding a little bit of tech to something that I know people have done for hobbies for for a while now. I don't know. If <laughs> yeah, I guess my the the only cool thing here is just that it does have the uh, oh shoot, what is the uh, all the uh, recipes you can get from uh, like Dogfish Head or some of the the, the bigger bigger microbreweries oh. or the the more uh, sought after microbreweries. So that's kind of cool to to just put in a I mean, kind of like a curb cup thing, and then out you've got a a six pack or a, what is it a, about a gallon and a half of Dogfish Head, uh, whatever <laughs> beer you want. So that's that's pretty cool. But I yeah. guess getting into the hobby for you know wanting to kind of make your own beer and and kind of you know change your own recipes come up with uh, your own styles uh, that seems to be the big draw to go to brewing your own beer and this kind of takes that out of it uh, yeah i think they kind of touch base on that and thanks for kind of talking about dogfish so i'm like what are they talking about i've never really heard of that for those are are those kind of well-known microbreweries or uh, yeah they're, they're dogfish head is a pretty big uh pretty big microbrewery but uh, yeah they make some really <laughs> yeah. good beer so it's kind of uh, yeah so it's, it's kind of cool that maybe if you that kind of microbrew beer wasn't available in your area, you could still kind of get a hold of it this way and have it shipped. And I think it kind of sidesteps all the beer distribution laws so you can actually get a hold of some of the, uh, uh, maybe some of the beer you wouldn't been, wouldn't uh, have been able to try without traveling. So that's kind of cool. But uh, oh, this is a bit pricey. Yeah. Yeah, this is, um, it's on Kickstarter right now and you can pre-order for $500, but uh, it'll ship next spring for $1,000. And they're saying that they kind of want to be all over Amazon with these Pico packs uh, as more come available. They're going to be about $19, I believe I read that. It sounds like it should be a salsa uh, maker or something. (laughs) Pico packs. Pico packs, yeah. Um, But yeah, it's uh, seven to 10 days for brewing it. And I think I just mentioned that, but um, you get about five liters or 14 bottles worth. 
And um, I did read that you can kind of tweak your settings when you're doing this. So you can kind of, if you want it to be a little bit higher in the alcohol content or if you want more of a bitter taste, you do have some, I, I suppose, some little flexibility there. Um, but yeah, there's 50 recipes right now, but they really want to add more. And then uh, they did say that uh, maybe you'll be able to make your own recipes in the future too. But um, as of right now, that's uh, not available. I just want uh, to read this real quick. It, the part about, I, guess, I guess this is a quote. It doesn't have it quoted, but it says, you can't, you can't make your own recipes in the Pico. Not yet, at least, said Mr. Brewer. <laughs> does it, does it, is that his last name or something? <laughs> What is it? Bill Mitchell. No, I, um, <laughs> that's all it says. Yeah, Bill Mitchell's the CEO. I don't know who... No, someone else uh, wrote this article, so I'm not too sure who that was. Uh, but I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see you know, if this kind of takes off. But yeah, to your point, it seems like people want to maybe... You get a little bit more customization, or maybe that's not the right word, but maybe a little bit more um, control over how you want to make your beer, and this maybe takes that out of it and just kind of you know cookie cutters it or whatever. Is that kind of what you were saying before, Matt? A little bit. You go, Donald Brewer is the head of marketing. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. okay. Sorry. That's, that's <laughs> actually uh, that's that. <laughs> not, I thought it was like a Mr. Coffee or something. <laughs> well, you were talking about Mr. Beer before too. I don't. <laughs> yes, we were because that got us into maybe. <laughs> well, me, I don't know. Matt's done that before. <laughs> this is a whole yeah. sidetrack. While yeah. uh, Shane was getting the show uh, ready, we. Right about this Pico, and then we started looking at other uh, brew kits. Yeah, that are a little bit more, uh, I suppose, price. Well, Pico packs. Better price for someone who's starting out, maybe, and doesn't want to necessarily, you know, drop a grand on something they're not sure they're going to use a lot of. Um, so, yeah. But uh, Cool, man. Thanks, Tony. I, what? There's a lot of other options. So, um, But, yeah, I don't know. Something to try. But, yeah. I think it actually kind of looks like an Apple II or something. Yeah. Nice big box <laughs> thing. All right. Well, let's do, let's do this. XT Boost. Tonight we're talking about El Capitan, the OS 10 version 10.11, which uh, we've talked about briefly. And again, it is well, maybe not so. Much. I think we went in depth uh, with the last WWDC and talked about some of these things, but most of these things probably. But <laughs> it's a different story when we actually. Uh, dig into them. So I let's uh, let's just start right into it. It's uh like, <laughs> like iOS yeah. like iOS nine. There's not a huge number of you know big visual changes going on here. Uh, would won't you agree? Wouldn't you? I would agree. agree. Matt, you said you just downloaded it. <laughs> <laughs> I just got it over the weekend. Yeah, uh, I think <laughs> the biggest thing is just the performance. It did seem to be quite a bit snappier than the last one. That was uh, the biggest thing that I noticed. Oh, excellent. Good. El Capitan being a, apparently a mountain top or a, or a certain part of Yosemite, so it's kind of a kind of uh, uh, OS Tenception or something. OS Ten. Mountain. I am enjoying a, the new wallpaper too. Yeah, it looks pretty decent, pretty neat. So uh, I think probably one of the neatest things is the split view they got going on here. That allows you to. It's it's kind of similar to. Uh, they call it split view on on Windows too. The uh, is that what it's called on Windows? Do you know? Side by side view. It's a and the difference here is that on Windows it's a fifty uh, percent of the screen on either side, and in this case it is actually adjustable. 
And I will say that I found it to not be that useful initially um, because initially I had thought all you can do, all you can do is hold down a window and drag it up to your you know, spaces at the top to be able to combine windows. And it seemed like whenever I did that, I couldn't actually find two applications that were compatible to do it until I found out there was another method that I had to actually look this up. And I will say... Um, Found a little link and probably provide this uh, from Mac rumors that go through some of these things. But <laughs> so this is just one more thing they're adding to that maximize or full screen button, that green button in the upper left hand corner of your window. If you click and hold that green button, um, it will actually bring it into that split view. And then, oh. very similar to the way Windows now works, so we talked about this when we were going into Windows 10. Uh, as soon as you do that, you get the multiple windows on either on one side or the other, you know, your additional applications that are currently open that you can select for the other side of the split view. So I found that worked a ton better and easier just uh, in order to actually make uh, make your applications go into split view. So I like that. And you're going to get that slider, slide divider in the middle that you can adjust either way, left or right. You can only go so far, you know, there's like a minimum uh, width set to that. Probably something like a third or of the screen, quarter, quarter of the screen maybe, I think is about as small as you can go with it. But it, from, from my experience, it seemed to be depending on, I think each app has a min width and that's where the compatibility issues would come in. It's just, a, if, you know, both apps would be smaller than they were saying they had some kind of min width. So then that also affects how far you can slide it over. That's right. at least from my experience seems like what what's going on. Sure. Makes sense. Uh so let's uh let's go into Safari here. As I previously mentioned, my most most exciting thing I find here is the pin tabs that they finally <laughs> added to Safari. Pretty excited about that. Uh even though I'm still not really using it consistently, I'm still kind of on the Chrome bandwagon here. But uh that along with being able to see where your audio is coming from, which you know, which tab has it and, uh, you know, being able to disable that, uh, mute that audio or mute all audio on all of the tabs that you currently have playing. And uh, now you can use AirPlay to share uh, to share your screen without viewing the entire desktop, or without, without sharing the entire desktop. Yes, I'll be able to do that soon. Yes. <laughs> That's right. You guys both have uh, Apple, new Apple TVs. Mine's coming tomorrow. Nice. Matt's got his total. But I that's one of the main reasons, not to get all too off topic, but one of the main reasons I wanted one it was just for the uh the uh air sharing or airplay or whatever it's called. Uh mm-hmm. looking forward to that. So but nice. continue. Looking forward to self-driving cars. All right. Uh the mail yeah. application. Okay, so mail is something I never use, at least on uh, on a Mac. Either of you use uh mail for any reason? No, I, I used to just, be all about that. But. Did, yeah, I just started using it. I'm going to try and do like a week-long uh, go on it. Nice. Uh, the, the swipe chester seemed, uh, I, I guess I just thought it was a lot easier to use the keyboard shortcut. But uh, it was yeah. there. I figured if I swipe it all the way over, it would uh, it would actually archive it or delete the message. But it just reveals a button that you have to click after that. So I thought that was a little bit Yeah, close. that's a good point. Keyboard <laughs> keyboard shortcuts are a lot faster than that, aren't they? And, it, and yet yes. this, this particular on Mac Rumors, they were saying, they found that to be one of the better features of it. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I, I kind of tend to agree. Uh, clicking and dragging, that's 
not gonna lie, that seems like a uh, Windows 8 move. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the two-finger uh, swipe is kind of nice and you know, reminiscent of the iPad, but if you, you know, most iPad apps, if you swipe far enough over, it just does the action. Here, you, you slide it over, it reveals a button, and then you have to go click the stupid button. Why don't they just... Right. Uh, yeah, you slid it point. enough, it, they know you want to do the action, so they're just going to do it. So it's funny, that they probably think, they don't want people to make mistakes, or that, you know, think swiping is easier to do that way. I'm guessing that was the thinking there. And incidentally, I find the swipe gestures on the mail app on my phone to be much more uh, janky. I, I find myself accidentally swiping too far occasionally. Um, something something doesn't seem right about about their swipe gestures on the mail app. I don't know if you guys had any trouble with that at all. No. I, yeah, I don't check mail from my phone too often. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Well, anyway, uh, so, <laughs> so I guess what you can do now is you can switch between in the full screen mode. I'm not sure if it even had full screen mode at all before. It may not have, but um, you can switch between conversations now uh, in that full screen mode. And um, along with that, you're able to auto detect events that it sees in a mail message. You know, it gives you an option at the top. That's also part of the iOS nine. Um, you know, some of the mail updates on there have the same kind of thing where if it detects there's an event, it doesn't automatically add it or anything like that, but it does give you the option at the top to do that, to add them to your calendar. So that's kind of nice. Ooh, yeah, I actually saw, saw one of those uh, uh, hotel reservations show up in my calendar. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. I forgot that they did this. and I, uh-huh. I, couldn't, uh, I couldn't figure out how to change the time or make it a, an all-day appointment or something, so I just turned it off. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know what I find? I think, I think it shows up the calendar. you got to click and say, all right, add to my calendar. It, so there's mm. an extra step there that I, I think I was missing out on. You know what I don't like is um, Facebook events on my calendar I can never seem to get rid of. Like I want, so I just want to turn off individual Facebook events, and I can't seem to do that. I don't know why. It's weird. But anyway. It uh, looks like I missed a uh, spotlight on here, actually. But um, the spotlight search just added in some additional things you're able to search for and do some advanced searching. Um, more, uh, remember that they talked about it, intelligence as part of the 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 El Capitan update, and you're able to to do more. <laughs> I don't want to call it like Ask Jeeves sorts of ways of of asking, but not quite like that. But you could search for the weather in a particular city or or look up particular stocks, those sorts of things. Although I did try that, what they suggested using, looking up the weather in a city, and it didn't seem to work for me. But maybe other people have. Uh, maybe it depends on the city. Not sure. So check that out. Yeah. <laughs> this the new working. Uh, I think my only thing there is just, uh, I don't know, what typing whole sentences out in Spotlight. Yeah, no, that's the only. I, yeah, I would, I'd search similar to Google probably and, Siri is still not on OS ten. Nope. That's weird, isn't it? <laughs> I'm sure that's one of the next things you'll see. I they gotta have it. Especially now with Cortana on Windows ten. That has yeah. to be coming. Um it's on the Apple TV now, right? It's yep. on the Apple TV, yeah. yep. Okay. Gotcha. I have not had a chance to use it yet, but uh yeah, it's on there. Gotcha. I'm kinda surprised it's not on uh Mac OS uh, ten as well. It, mm-hmm. Tony, you've got Windows 10. Have you used Cortana at all on your desktop? I've used it a little bit, but you kind of do have to, like, you know, make your privacy settings a little 
questionable that I don't know the average user might not necessarily care or use but or or um, you know just like oh I want to turn it on just to check it out but I guess I really haven't checked it out too much because I think I got to set up something with my mic and I really haven't done that yet but um, <laughs> what are you talking on right now <laughs> well with Cortana it even uh, says like oh this mic isn't really set up for Cortana but we'll try it anyway and then, while we were doing our podcast, I didn't really want to do it. Speaking of which, I was looking uh, last night, I think it was, the evolution of Cortana in the Halo games, and she got, uh, she she changed a bit. A little more definition over time, if you look that up sometime. Just throwing that out there. Uh, I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> you'll see. You'll You'll see. <laughs> while you're doing that, I'm going to talk about notes. Uh, we talked about this also with iOS 9. Briefly with OS 10 and I think most of the same types of things you're going to find on uh, OS 10 as well. Where there's the checklist capability, adding in additional styles and lists to there as well. You can add photos from your photos application, and then um, you know along with that they, they have the attachment view. You can sort or view uh, different notes that contain attachments to them. Some different options for that. Mm-hmm. What'd you find, Matt? Anything? <laughs> yep, uh, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. So, mission control. I don't know if this is really different. I think uh, I was looking at this. So, the thing that is different is you can drag your apps to the top of the screen individually now and create new desktop spaces that way. And they say it's a cleaner design in the you know the window view below in your main view area. I don't know. I don't think it's that much cleaner personally. Do you guys have any? Or, well, Tony, have you noticed much with, in the way of that? Um, no, not really. <laughs> no <laughs> this I don't. Is actually, I don't the actually... first thing that I noticed when I when I switched what? and upgrade. Uh, so they don't show the uh, all the desktop icons or the uh, thumbnails top uh, right away until you start scrolling on it. I think I didn't like that at first, but then I think it it, it really. Uh, shrinks that top area so that's got a lot more room to display your uh, your other active windows so i think that that's actually kind of nice uh, and then once you scroll on top then you actually get the thumbnails you can kind of scroll through so yeah i don't know not not a huge change but um I, i'm starting to it's growing on me i start I'm starting to like it a lot mm. okay yeah the i don't know just the the windows the open windows view i didn't i didn't think seemed different Maybe I'm mis- misunderstanding what has changed with that exactly. But Oh, yeah. I think yeah. supposedly they're grouping them and sp- spreading them out a little bit better, more intelligently. So hopefully it should just work better and you won't really notice it. Okay. I, see, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, maps, they added transit once again, like iOS 9. Uh, not sure, again, if traffic was something that's been there for a while or uh, or I should say road work. Uh, road work seemed to be the thing that they added in iOS 9. So, uh, yeah, I don't, mm-hmm. I'm guessing that's in there as well. But I do not use maps on, on OS 10 at all. <laughs> Other than that, uh, the two-factor authentication, uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure how you go about doing that on, on OS 10, but it's there. <laughs> I think it uh, sends you a text message to your phone. Uh, they've had it two-factor authentication, uh, and I think they've just finally made it system-wide because they had they were doing certain apps for a while, 
And I know it worked certain some cases I'd get two factor authentication, sometimes I wouldn't. So um I think they just shorted it up so it's everywhere. Gotcha. So, you know, as you mentioned, the big performance increase, that's nice. I had kind of noticed it, not maybe maybe not super well because I turned off a lot of those advanced kind of uh graphical changes on my MacBook, but um still along with that the they added in the metal capability which is the you know the 3D graphic hardware that runs closer to the actual hardware did i say hardware runs to the hardware <laughs> soft <laughs> software that runs closer to the hardware it's metal on metal <laughs> it's true Ooh. they also added i didn't really know this added the san francisco font in there uh so check that out like if you're a big font fiend <laughs> there's oh, that's a that's right there's a new beach ball or Pinwheel of Death, whatever you want to call it. It's a little flatter <laughs> looking one. I didn't know they didn't do that with Yosemite already, but Did you say Hero of Death? Hero of Death. Uh Pinwheel of Death. Oh, Oof. okay. Uh, that's Unfortunately what... I have seen this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I that doesn't really make me feel better when I see it or anything. Nice. There is a redesigned disk utility. That's kind of neat, huh? Huh? Yeah, I didn't know that happened either, but I looked in there, it's a little cleaner prettier looking view with you know more colored uh graphs in there and everything looks kind of neat and uh they added the find my friends app i don't use that i think i downloaded it on my phone i don't really have a reason to know where my friends are all the time yeah as much I as i like my friends but uh they added some some additional features for chinese and japanese users which good glad to hear it doesn't affect me but good for them <laughs> Yeah, and uh, the uh, the dashboard, which would used to be a thing, it, it basically are phasing it out more and more. And now it's now you need to manually go in and enable it. I don't, I don't know how you need to manually enable it, but it's you definitely can't get to it right out of the gate. So yeah, which is good because I never used it. <laughs> I think that they it went away, and so did uh, gadgets or whatever in Windows, right? Whatever they called those. Just not a oh yeah, not much of a use there. Dashboard, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. one of the first things I think most people disable. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think that's about it for today. If you would uh, like to reach us, we are available at techiespodcast at gmail dot com. Our website is niceguynetwork.com slash techies. Check us out on iTunes. Do a search for Techies Podcast, or we're on Stitcher. We are on Alpha Geek Radio, normally 6, 7 Central. Uh, soon, I hope to be <laughs> more regularly getting that up and running here. I think things are going to be, mm. been saying that for a while now, but I think things are going to be going smooth fairly shortly here. Uh, famous last words, knock on wood, all that fun stuff. Fun stuff. Facebook slash Techies Podcast, Twitter at Techies Podcast. Techies Podcast. <laughs> and I think that'll about do it. If there's nothing else you guys would like to say, please feel free. If, if, if there is something you'd like to say, anything you'd like to say. <laughs> I think I'm good. Yeah. All righty. Thanks, guys. Nice quick show. Got it out of the way. Boom. Done. Boom. High five. (laughs) 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 Thanks, everyone, for listening. And until next time, tech easy.
game. 